welcome to Permission Granted. I'm your host, Krista Resnick. I'm a leadership expert and success coach for women. I'm a sought-after speaker, founder of the Healthy Selfish Movement, and mother to three boys. Here's the truth. You get to define success on your own terms, and the success you seek and deserve starts with granting yourself permission. Permission to say no without guilt, to let go of the busy addiction and slow down, to stop hiding and let yourself be seen and heard. Permission to release the judgment and celebrate yourself, to embrace that the healthiest choice you can make is prioritizing you. You hold the pad with all the permission slips. Let's get started. everybody. Welcome to another episode of Permission Granted. Today's guest is extraordinary. Her name is Salara Amon-Ra, formerly known as Raquel Vassallo. You're going to hear about the name change during my interview. But Salara actually had a near-death experience, and it was that near-death experience that really forced her to take a look at her life and forced her to to just examine the fast pace, the high achieving lifestyle that she was trying to uphold that literally was breaking her down. Can you relate to that? I'm guessing many of you have. We live in a culture that just praises accolades and achievements and more and go and busy and busier. Our culture has not been taught to value the feminine, to value rest, to believe that rest, spaciousness, the feminine energy is so, so productive and valuable. And so this massive, massive awakening that Solara experienced that she's going to share with all of you listeners was her moment. It was her moment where she was able to go, okay, what is it that I actually want to create here? Do I want to continue to live out these patterns, these paradigms, these stories that are chaining me to stress? to burnout, to exhaustion, to really have this lack of connection in my relationships? Do I want to keep pushing? Or do I want to try on something different and see if this lightness this calm, this this peace, this pleasure, if there might be something to this, to really living a satiated, purpose-fueled life. 
So you're going to love this interview because we really unpack this whole concept of who am I? Who am I? Who am I being in this world? How have I been showing up? And again, Solara has a pretty extreme example. You and I, we probably share the commonality where we haven't had a tragic near-death experience or a name change like Solara has, but I would be willing to bet that you and I, we probably had those gnawing questions of who am I? Who am I being in this world? How am I showing up? Why am I not more satisfied? Why am I not happier? Why do I not experience more peace in my life? So we're going to get down to the nitty gritty of some of that. And so let's get right to it. Let's dive into this beautiful, beautiful interview that I have with my guest today, Salara Amon-Ra. Welcome, Salara, to the podcast. I'm so grateful that you are taking your time to be here with us today. Thank you. Oh, I'm so excited to be with you here today. And I think the best place for us to just kick right off is talking about this amazing name change. Mm. So tell us, because when you and I first started chatting about doing a podcast episode, it was Raquel. And you have recently changed to Solara, which is absolutely beautiful. So obviously there's a story we'd love to hear. Would you mind sharing with the listeners and with myself the story? Of course, yes. It's been quite an interesting journey. Um, so 2020 was a roller coaster year for me as it was for many people. Um, but being on a spiritual path for many years, 2020 was for some reason just really, really intense. And I was doing very, very deep personal work, especially around calling back my power mm -hmm. in all the places where I left it behind, not just in this lifetime, but other lifetimes. So as part of the inner work that I was doing, um, I was shown the piece of work that I'm supposed to be doing next, which of course makes a lot of sense because what I'm here to do is help guide women into their iconic work. And the more I rise up, the more the women come, come with me. So I was shown the next piece of my work because that's a question that I commonly ask and that I suggest all women on the rise to continually ask because that's how we get answers. So I was told that um, I had to find and identify we women that actually hold sacred teachings that we need for the collective, right? We see that the old paradigm is breaking down right now, right? We, we've seen it, especially with COVID, so much has come to the surface about old systems that don't work anymore. So as that's breaking down, we need new teachings to pull us through and to take us up to where we're supposed to go. And as I was being told that, I said, well, then who am I? Because I felt like, well, I'm going in a new direction. This is really powerful. Who am I? What is my name? It occurred to me to ask what my name was. And it was revealed to me, Solara Amun-Ra. And then I uncovered that that was actually my soul name. Mm -hmm. And it's 
Krista, something I had never heard of, actually, the term soul name. So I don't know if you're familiar with or the listeners with a spiritual name. I think many people are. I actually had a spiritual name that was given to me back in 2010. Mm-hmm. But I never felt like I needed to change my name. However, when this happened, the experience was so profound for me to know it was my soul name. I understood that this is who I've always been and that Raquel was actually only a snippet in time of who I am as a being. And so in order for me to do this next piece of work that's so needed, I had to actually claim all of me. Raquel was just a small part. Solara Amon-Ra is the fullness of my soul. And so there you go. I claimed the name. And what I can say is that amazing, incredible opportunities and fireworks have been happening in my personal life and business because of letting go of lower vibrational programs that were attached to Raquel and the new activation as Solara. Oh, that is powerful. And, and really it's, it's so similar to the work that I do in which, you know, I always say we it's a returning process to who we've always been. The core of us is this worthy, enough, divine, beautiful, delicious human. So the next layer, what I'm hearing you say for you was literally that name change and stepping into who it is that you've always been. She was revealed to you. She was revealed to me. And it's interesting that you use the word she, (laughs) because that's a term that actually came to me back in 2017 when I wrote my book, um, Spiritual Seductress. She with a capital S. She that lives inside every single woman. And she's the one that's unstoppable. She's the manifester. She's the queen. She's the empress. She's the goddess everything that you're referring to more than enough. She is the divine being that we are. And I have a very similar tagline to what you said, which is become who you were born to be. Yeah. So it's about the remembering of who we truly are and why this is so needed for each one of us right now, because we have a unique gift to share that is needed. Yes. I believe that with every fiber of my being. I believe that in my, the deepest parts of my soul, that we are all here to serve in some capacity, no matter how big or how small. There is no big or small. That's what I'm finding. This is true. In the old paradigm of competition, it's actually not true. Only you can do what you do the way that you do it. Yes. Period. Yes. So then it removes all obstacles in, in terms of what you're saying from competition and judgment and, oh, I'm over here doing it the right way. You're doing it the wrong way. It's just standing in the essence of who you are and delighting in that and serving from that place of full. Yes. Fullness and wholeness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So let's go back to the very beginning And talk a little bit about who you were as a child. Were you standing in your power? Did you know these incredible gifts that you had when you were 
adolescent teen years. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, as a child, I always felt different. And I know it's, it's not an uncommon thing, but it was pretty extreme for me, even though I was one of the best students, I was one of the prettier girls, all those things. I always felt different and like I didn't fit in. And it was really interesting because I also had psychic gifts at the time that I learned to shut down. And so it wasn't really until I went through my major transformation in 2008 when I stepped off a curb at the wrong time at the wrong place and got run over by a car Mm. that everything changed because I almost died. I had a near-death experience. And I quit my career as an architect coming from the Ivy League schools, working from the, for the best architects. Everything looked really good on paper, super high achieving, always wanting to be number one. That is probably why I got run over by the car because I was the first one to step off the curb in New York City. <laughs> That's not funny, but yet to make light of such a dark, like just the way you, ex- the way you kind of served that up was a little comical. It, it, well, cause it's interesting, right? How, how we operate through life. I always wanted to be the best. And so I was the first one to step off a curb at a major intersection with a lot of people. I was the one that wow. got run over by the car, nobody else. Right. Um, And I had a major spiritual awakening. And when I tried to return to work, when I had the physical, you know, enough physical healing to return to work, I was sitting in front of the computer thinking, none of this makes sense anymore. Mm -hmm. Were you having those thoughts prior to the accident? Well, it's really interesting because I didn't realize it back then, but there was a series of events that led me up to that. Yeah, I, I called it in. Um, But of course, I didn't realize what I was doing that time because I didn't realize how powerful we are when we want to manifest things. So um, six months prior to being run over by a car, the car, I went through a divorce. I had to have sinus surgery and I was in therapy trying to put the pieces together of all the guilt and shame I had around my, you know, leaving my ex-husband. And I was having a conversation with my mom saying, I don't know why all these bad things are happening to me. I'm a good person. Mm. And she said to me, why don't you do a session with a spiritual healer? I just met her. I've heard amazing things about her. And it all sounded way out there for me, but I, I just needed something different. Right. And so I talked to the healer and 15 minutes maybe and she said I will do your session I will let you know when it's done this was long distance she lived in LA I was in New York so one day I wake up and I'm on my way to work something feels different I don't know if you've had those experiences Krista where one day it's like the sky is bluer and the flowers look brighter and you don't know what's different but something is different Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what I felt and sure enough I got to work And I had an email from her saying, I've done your session. So I knew there had been a shift without me even knowing. And she lasered into everything I felt, going back to your question, even how I felt as a child. 
why mm. I felt so different, why I felt alone, why I had to go through the divorce, everything. And I said, oh, my goodness, how do you know so much about me? This is not just information. This is real transformation. I need to learn from your teacher. So that was March. And June was when I got run over by a car. So I was already setting in motion yeah. a change in my life and a search for spirituality, a search for meaning. And I got hit with a big bang. Literally. <laughs> yes. Yeah. To, to put me on my path of what I'm here to do. Wow. Wow. So you go back to work, you're sitting in the office, trying to return to quote unquote normal. And you're thinking, I can't do this. Yeah. So what happens? So I decide to quit my job. Everybody thought that something had happened to my brain because of the accident. And I know I'm making a joke out of it, but that's what happened. People thought sure. it was crazy. Well, and isn't that interesting that that's what people will do when they don't understand their mind fights so hard to make sense out of something that they can't make sense out of. So they'll create a story. Yeah. And I literally took one of the biggest leaps of faith that I ever had because even though I was very successful as an architect, I wasn't that successful at keeping money in my bank account back then. <laughs> so I only had $3,000 in my bank account when I decided to quit my job and I didn't know what I would be doing. And so I thought, well, I can't stay in New York without a job and I need to figure out what's next. So I'll just move back to Spain, which was where my parents were living and where I grew up. And then everything just started to magically unfold because I was saying yes to my spiritual path. I was saying yes to my spiritual purpose. And within less than a year, I was working. I had created a corporate yoga company, which did not even exist in Spain at the time. I was a pioneer. And the company that I created gave me opportunities to start coaching and creating workshops for some of the top companies that we've all heard of, such as McDonald's, Sony, uh, many advertising agencies. And from that place, I started working with some of the women in the higher positions. And it was like, oh, this is what I'm here to do. I love working with these women. I love guiding them, taking them to the next level. And that's how my work kept on growing to where, I mean, there was, there was a phase after that of helping women actually get out of corporate, help them, you know, discover their purpose, start their own businesses, do what they really came here to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it evolved to what I do today, working with visionary women at a very high level that own multi-million dollar companies and are ready to redefine the rules of success it's no longer about money yes but really the contribution that we are here to make and the gifts that we are here to bring it's a very different paradigm oh it is you you are preaching my language it's it's all of what you said and more you know us getting to define success spending the hours of the day feeling how it is you want to feel oh my goodness right? feeling calm i mean what tell me that's not successful feeling calm instead of overwhelmed, feeling light instead of burdened, right? Mm -hmm. Feeling bliss instead of just bombarded yes, and victim-y, right? 
Exactly. I mean, the, the old paradigm, which is the masculine patriarchy that we've been in, is a pushing, forcing, controlling, and being someone that you're not. Yeah. That's why everything that you said is so on point. And I call it the, the three P's. Peace, pleasure, and purpose. Yes. <laughs> yes. And really, when you think about it, breaking it down to those three P's, it's so simple. Very simple. It's and I think... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I think when you really break it down, that is what most people want. They want to feel peace. They want to feel purpose-driven and they want pleasure. Yes. We all want that. It's part of the human nature. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. tell Ooh. us what you believe your purpose is on this earth. Mm to guide women to their iconic work. Mm. So, you know, I used to run a program and certify people to teach others how to discover their purpose. And it's very powerful. But then I discovered that there's actually something more than purpose. It's higher purpose. It's iconic mm. work. And that's where we step into a combination of not just your expertise that you have from all the years that you've been building up until now, but actually combining those expertise with your spiritual gifts. Yeah. That's your iconic work. So if we look at people like Einstein or Mother Teresa, some of the names like that, they were doing their iconic work. Wow. Wow. So combining their spiritual gifts with their purpose creates iconic work. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, that's so powerful. You're, uh, oh, that's just, <laughs> we, we preach the same language in a kind of a different way, but this is just, this is such a juicy conversation because without purpose, I really feel like people are just floundering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I truly believe that some of the major diseases, physical and mental, mm. are very much tied into not having a clear purpose. Or having run a very successful company, like I've seen with a lot of my clients, and feeling very much off purpose. Yeah. And then feeling like something is missing. Yeah. 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 So what would you say? And I don't, I don't want to, we've got so many good things to talk about, but I do want to shed some light here. I want to get your perspective on what you would say to the conversation that I do see happening quite a bit in the coaching industry. And that is that, you know, purpose isn't necessarily a thing. Stop chasing it. It's just getting you caught up in something that, that, you know, I don't want to say it doesn't exist. I'm having a hard time kind of framing it up, but it is a conversation I've heard over and over that our, our purpose is just to heal and grow. That's our purpose. And my argument always is, no, you will heal and grow as a result of being an expression of your purpose. Oh, yes. Amen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I completely agree with what you're saying. The one thing that I would add that I've received and in working with so many women on this topic is that what I do know for sure is that 
Every person has a spiritual blueprint that is unique to them. They have a vibrational signature, just the same way that we each have a thumbprint that's different. Yep. And that holds information about your purpose. I think where the confusion comes in is that we think that we should be shown the fullness of our purpose. And that's not the way it happens. We would actually fall flat on our faces if we were shown what we're truly capable of because it is so big. Yeah. So what I see happen is that we're shown kind of like the theme of our purpose. And the more you say yes, the more you become an expression of it, like you just said so beautifully, the more that you become in resonance with the purpose, the bigger the purpose becomes. So I'll just give my example because I think that might be helpful to just clarify this even further. If anyone had told me back then when I quit my job as an architect that I would be doing the elite spiritual mentoring that I'm doing today with the type of women that I'm working with, I would say you're lying because that did not exist in my consciousness there wasn't a career like that that existed in fact i built my business beyond what most business and mindset coaches teach because they're not tapped into the spiritual piece there's a lot more way beyond mindset and beyond strategy yeah so i i couldn't be shown the fullness of my purpose because i was out of my reality out of you know what i knew existed i've actually created a new reality. I've created a career. I've created a business on my own terms, being guided by spirit. Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful place to land. Mm. All right. So talk to us about the spiritual blocks and the blind spots that you see in your work with the visionaries and the thought leaders. Mm, Yes. So This is something that I see with them, but anybody I think can identify with this, which is the beauty of it. And that is that if you're on a path of growth, which obviously you are, if you're listening to us here today, you've probably worked with a coach, some kind of guide on personal development, right? And especially for entrepreneurs, the more you grow your business, you start to hit ceilings. And there's the main thing that we hear out there that we need to work on is our mindset. Yep. And I've done that, paid thousands of dollars to work on my mindset, saw a lot of results, but I also kept on running against similar blocks. I thought, wait, hold on, something here is missing. And that's when I tapped into that beyond mindsets, actually we need to do energy shifts and even DNA upgrades. And so for the visionaries and thought leaders that want to be at the cutting edge, we know that the mindset work is not enough. We know that we need to do healing on an energetic level, whether that be ancestral healing, which, you know, is very up in the talks right now, healing of the divine masculine, especially for powerhouse women, healing of the mother wound, healing of the sister wound, healing of your family tree. I mean, there are so many things that can only happen in the energetic space. 
that are beyond mindset. And so that's why this is a really important topic because it is a spiritual block. It is a taboo. And if you're wanting to go to the next level and go there fast, you need to address those because they're getting in the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So do your clients resist? There's always pieces of resistance, but I do have to say, Krista, that I am finding that things are happening so much faster now. We're in a, at an accelerated pace right now, meaning that as a collective, all of humanity, we have raised our consciousness. And because we have raised our consciousness, it is easier to get to places with less resistance, meaning that what years ago could take hours to clear with a client, we can now do literally in 15 minutes. Mm. And that translates to happiness, fulfillment, freedom, money coming in, you name it. It shows up everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So do you believe, Solara, that you re every human needs to go through this energetic shift that it cannot be done through mindset alone? Or are those just unique birds that can power through? Well, it depends on how far you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if you're ready to do this iconic work and to live the life that you're meant to be, meaning that you have all areas of your life dialed into a place where you're feeling that pleasure, that peace and purpose. And of course there's ups and downs, but that the overall calibration, you're feeling very fulfilled, then yes, I don't think that you can do that with mindset alone. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's sort of like the, does everybody need coaching? Sure, and <laughs> I mean, if they're not open to that and they, are happy with things being the way they are, then really the coaching is not going to be effective. I think everybody needs coaching, not, not even needs at, in a negative, but like, it's just the most powerful, very powerful experience you can put yourself through. And if you're not open to it, it's not going to be helpful to you. Correct. So talk to me, you've mentioned it a couple of times about the divine masculine. Tell us mm -hmm. about that. Why is that important? Why do we need to heal that? Um, there's several pieces to it. Um, so first of all, we still live in a patriar patriarchal, white-dominated society. It's the way it is. There's still a lot of inequality on many different levels. And so women have learned to get to a certain point of success using a masculine paradigm. And I'm not putting down the masculine. We need both the masculine and the feminine energies. What we're talking about here is balance. So the masculine is the action-oriented one, right? But the masculine can also use energies when it's out of balance of pushing, forcing, controlling, dominating, and instead of leading from confidence, like domination is a big one. Man manipulation is a big one, right? And a lot of women, we've, we've been taught that in order to achieve success, we have to do it that way. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is that then that doesn't work for women. We end up feeling burned out, getting sick, feeling like we're not sexual, 
anymore, not really feeling attracted to our partner. Yep. Because we've become masculine. We're not in our feminine anymore. And so especially for powerhouse women who have been the the achievers and uh, the ones that are pushing and, and using those words of, you know, the, the gold and being unstoppable and I'm going to get there. Um, they're actually missing all the pieces that the, the divine feminine brings, mm -hmm. which is the ease and the grace and the flow, pleasure, tuning into something that's bigger than us. So we need the downtime and the space in between to actually get downloads about our purpose mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's why that healing of the divine masculine needs needs to take place so that we can have the harmony that we're looking for both in our personal life and in our work and a set aside for a much better sex life yeah yes you know i find you one of the last points you made was about creating just the space. And I find a lot of people, sometimes myself included, I'm just going to be totally honest about that. Creating space can feel challenging in a world that operates at a breakneck speed. Oh, I, I will be the first one to say that I did that. And I still catch myself doing that. And that's why I teach this. Yes. Yes. I love that you shared that because I have been noticing the pattern in myself quite a bit lately. So I know that it's really ready to come up and be healed. I was struggling with fried adrenals and high, high, high levels of cortisol in my system. Looking back, I, I believe that I battled anxiety, but I didn't know it was anxiety because I thought anxiety looked a certain way. And I certainly was not an anxious person, right? Not me. Of course. Are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I was functioning in frenetic energy until I started to do this beautiful work. It's been several years now. And I started to slowly pull myself out of it mm -hmm. and space and grace and calm and compassion. And some of those things started to get to be more comfortable for me. It took me a while. So now I can really notice when the frenetic energy and the overwhelm pops up massively. And then I get to go back to the work. Well, you know, Chris, I really appreciate you sharing that. And I'll, I'll share myself because adrenal burnout and adrenal fatigue are so prevalent with women right now. And the problem is that traditional medicine doesn't even recognize that. Yep. So I also, I almost had adrenal failure. Hmm. Um, in my case, actually induced by mercury po poisoning, was forced me to completely shut down because my brain stopped working. Wow. And my body too. I couldn't even leave the house to walk my dog. I couldn't read. I couldn't write. It was that extreme. And so I, all I could do was just be. And the mental chatter that came up because I was just being instead of doing was phenomenal. Yep. And it taught me so much. It was such a struggle and so painful to not be able to work and the fear behind that and the medical bills piling up and knowing that all I could do was just be that the only way I would heal was just by resting. Yeah. But we've been told. Yeah. 
that we have to keep on going, going, going and doing, doing, doing. Yes. And that's not going to get us to who we want to be. Mm-hmm. It's all about who you're being in this world. You know, we outsource. I was thinking about as you were sharing that story, we outsource our worth from the time we're five, six, eight, nine, you name it. The bully on the playground says, your eyes are too close together. You look kind of goofy. Or there's a group of little girls standing on the playground all huddled up. They look like they're having a really good time. So you're excited and you're going to run over and see if you can join them. And as you run up, they stop talking all of a sudden and everybody kind of turns cold. And immediately we, well, I I must not matter. I'm not likable. Mm -hmm. And so we step into these patterns for years, for decades of trying to prove our worth, trying to people please, trying to perfect all of the things, kind of like the three P's that you were talking about, only totally different. Please perfect, perform. Right? Yes. Yeah. Please perfect, perform. It's really interesting because as I was sharing with you how 2020 was such a powerful year for me to call back my power. Um, And I knew this already, but for some reason it hit home in a different way. You know, like you do the work and you get a different level and layer of it. And it's how much we've given our power away by looking for approval in the outside world. Yeah. When everything that we need to be who we came here to be and to live the lives that we want to experience, everything is actually inside of us and that's how you raise your worth your beauty i can't tell you the countless number of women i've worked with and we think we're working on one thing and all of a sudden they look 10 years younger or they lose 20 pounds out of nowhere um yeah because of giving ourselves back our power and our sovereignty and who we are i call that the divine feminine power as women because there's something else that we have which is intuition and mystique. And that's a superpower that we all need to tap into. Literally a superpower. Literally a superpower. So again, what blocks us, Solara, from that beautiful intuition? We've been taught since kids not to use it. So as children, we daydream. And immediately we're told in the classroom or by our parents, stop doing that imaginary friends, you name it, where it's a message that we get over and over and over again. And right there, we are taught to not go there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a place to go. From the people we trust the most. So of course, of course, we would outsource Mm -hmm. our worth into what they think because, well, they're our parents or they're our teachers Mm -hmm. and we respect our elders and they're yes. smarter than us. What do I know? Yeah. Can you imagine? So I have a seven-year-old niece. And uh, could you imagine if we brought up our children, instead of telling them what to do, asking them, well, what is your intuition telling you about this right now? Is this food good for you or not? Is your intuition telling you to go play with this, have this play date or this play date? You know, it would be a very different world because our intuition never lies. Yeah. And then that translates into using it for everything. 
is this yeah. the right person for me to talk to that can become a client that I can really serve? Is this person over here that I'm thinking of doing business with, are they actually in integrity? Are they honest? Mm -hmm. you no, know, it's very valuable in terms of the time, money, and resources that it oh. saves us. Is it ever? And really, it's it's actually, again, it goes back to, I think what you and I teach and coach around actually isn't complicated. The principles, it's not complicated. It's the action part or the not action part. So what I mean by that is connecting to intuition. Okay. It's easy to talk about that, right? But it's the actual art of slowing down taking a few breaths, sitting with that, what feels good in my body, this or this, what kind of ice cream do I want this or this, right? Like we can start there. It seems kind of silly, right? But it, you know, if you're somebody who's really blocked, it really can be taking a moment and saying, do I want chocolate or strawberry? Oh, strawberry just, it feels good in my body. I get excited about strawberry. Okay. And we can start sharpening just by those simple questions, but it comes down to slowing down. And I see this a lot with my high achievers. That is like, you're asking me to do what? <laughs> because then I'm, that means I'm not performing. And then my company will think I'm not useful. I won't matter. I won't be pulling my weight. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the good news is that actually when you get to slow down and tune into your intuition or guidance, the places that you get to go to are way beyond what your mind can conceive. Yeah. And that's why the slowing down and the deprogramming and unlearning all these things that actually do not serve us mm -hmm. are so incredible in the way that they put you at an unfair advantage. Yeah, absolutely. So if you had to summarize you know, your clients have worked with a lot of amazing mindset coaches, business coaches, teachers. How would your work be different than some of who they've already worked with? Well, actually, it goes back to what we were just talking about. So over the years, I've been using my intuition since 2008 to the point where I ask my intuition or my higher self about everything. How that translates into my personal life is that I'm making the right decisions, which again, saves me time, money, energy, et cetera. How the work is different with the clients is that we all come with limiting beliefs, limiting programs, subconscious blocks that are actually getting in the way of having everything that we want. And so my work using my intuition, I get to laser in to what's actually stopping someone. That is my mastery. And so if a client comes to me and you know, they're typically coming in because they, they run a business. So they wanna talk about the business. But immediately I'll just give you a very simple example that comes up very often <laughs> is, I get a hit that something is not congruent, for example, in their relationship. So I go, what's happening with your husband? What's up in your relationship? And they'll look at me like, 
why are we talking about that? And I know there's a piece that's incongruent there that is actually getting in the way of the business. So they hire the business coaches, the, the mindset, all these pieces, the strategy, but they haven't done the house cleaning. And so I'm able to go there really quickly and that's how the work is different. And then you get very different results. Wow, that is insanely powerful. And that's just a, a simple example that I think we can all relate to. I mean, the examples are across the board, you know, yeah. having, you know, having unconscious shame and guilt around childhood pieces, yep. debt. It doesn't matter what level you're at. There can be a lot of different pieces. If we hold any of those lower vibrational frequencies around anything in our life, they're getting in the way with us going higher. Yep. Yep. I always say you are the strategy. Oh yes. I love that. <laughs> right. I mean, there's a time sure for a three-step system with different things, but not before you've done the work of cleaning out, clearing, shifting. And really, if you think about it, that is a forever journey. It is, it is a, a continual journey. And what I also see Krista is that the bigger the leap that you're trying to make either professionally or personally there's actually limiting programs that were hidden that never came up before that all of a sudden pop up and they pop out like screaming mm. and yeah we need to take care of all of those we do need to take care and and here's the thing it will be revealed. It will surface. I believe maybe, maybe you disagree. It will be revealed and surface when it's ready to heal. Oh yes. I, I absolutely agree. 100%. I had a client the other day that just kept saying over and over. I can't believe this. It's almost like we cleaned up this part of my life. And now we're in this part of my life, starting over, starting like where we were a year ago. And we had to reframe that because really what it boiled down to is she wasn't ready to go there yet in this other component of her life because mm -hmm. it's a deep one. It's a wound and she wasn't ready. And she was very encouraged by understanding then that your soul is ready now. Now we get to step in and really clear this out and heal this. Yeah. She was so excited. You're, you're, of course she was excited because our soul never lies yeah. and the universe does not give us something that we're not ready for. Even if it feels overwhelming, it's here because now is the time. Yes. And by the way, I would add, we don't have the luxury to wait anymore because those pieces that are getting in the way are getting in the way of, of your gift and how you're needing you're, you're needed right now and expanding your life. Yes, I agree. hundred percent. So Lara, what is your definition of success? Mm. Right now, I, well, in the last few years, I've been redefining and working with client, clients on redefining what success means because it's way beyond financial success and the outward appearance of that. But really living a life of liberation and freedom. Mm. And when you live that, you're in love with what you do. You're in love with your life. You're not 
guided by your emotions anymore. To me, that is true freedom and true success because that's when you get to make a contribution. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that definition. So beautiful. So our listeners will be able to find all of your links in the show notes. You're on many of the platforms. We'll include all of those. And this has just been such a powerful, powerful conversation. I just appreciate you hanging out with me here today. Oh, thank you so much. And if the listeners want more, I actually have a private Facebook group, which is where I love to connect to people because that way we can actually have a conversation and I get to know who you are. Yes. If, if anyone is interested in that, I do a sacred teaching every Thursday live. They're powerful. It's stuff that's very new, uh, very cutting edge. Um, so if you would like to join, all you have to do is go to thesacredpowercircle.com and ask to join and we would love to have you there. Awesome. Well, thank you for adding that. That will be a beautiful contribution to many of the listeners. Thank you so much. Friends, thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are loving the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, share, and review wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help the show get seen. And when the show gets seen, other women have an opportunity to write their own permission slip, to learn how to prioritize themselves, redefine selfish, and write their own rules for success. Please remember, you matter, you are worthy, and you are enough.